new on CuriosityStream. Have researchers figured out a mathematical formula for success? A clearer understanding of how success happens could lead us to change the rules. Gain a new perspective on getting ahead. It's science of success. And the U.S. won the space race, but not without help from the Nazis. They were just years ahead of us. Meet NASA's rocket scientists of the Third Reich on the moon landing and the Nazis. Watch now on CuriosityStream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. All right, here we go. <laughs> please subscribe to the channel please hey guys youtube's got an algorithm and it really really help us out a lot if you could like comment and subscribe this is how we can get more information out to more people and uh share the message of toronto real estate In thanks that order like comment subscribe and hit the damn bell Morning. Much louder. Thanks, Talk sir. again, Al. TK, what's going on, brother? Glad to much, be a part of the show. Much, 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 much louder. Much louder, yes. Yeah. Okay. See you later. Throw them away. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> it's just when we when we talk over each other, it'll sound like a little awkward. So that's why I mentioned it. But uh, maybe maybe Daryl's not going to interrupt me like six thousand times this episode. There's absolutely no way i can guarantee this yeah no big deal so welcome to the show al thanks for doing uh, this so i'm flattered honestly but I, I can't wait i got a couple talking points but i won't let the cat out the bag just yet okay I'm, I'm gonna give you an intro okay so al's a very good friend of mine from high school he is a ttc employee he works uh uh in the union as well right? He is like a, a loud voice. He was always a loud voice. You can never go anywhere without knowing that Al is there. He cannot, he cannot just hide in the crowd and just go unspoken. So now with his career path and everything else, he's made sure that he's a loud voice and he knows what's going on in the TTC. And this is the Toronto Real Estate Show. So we want to know what is going on in Toronto. The TTC is a pretty important factor. So I just, Thanks. I, I, I just give you like a couple of things I'm going to talk about. So we'll talk about like Future transit projects. Uh, <laughs> yes. we, like, we like the future. Okay, I'll talk about uh, what what investing from uh, levels of government means when they invest in public transit and what that equates to for a dollar value that comes into the economy. Um, I'll talk about uh, a little more transit, but I'll try to relate it to real estate as sure. best I can. Wherever it goes, yeah, it. no big deal, no big deal. We're happy. So you guys we're gonna we're gonna relate it. Yeah. We're going to we like, relate it to real estate for you. We like your background, though. That map is killer. So that's killer where you guys map. will jump in and sort of clean it up. And you guys can take the con conversation where you want to go. And we'll just go from there. No Thank problem. You. Perfect. Right. Conversation's going. We're going. It's We're already flowing. happening. We're going. It's one thing, one thing over another, right? That's it. So Love I, it. I, the most important thing is uh, YouTube has an algorithm. So I need you to like, comment, and subscribe in that order. Yes. <laughs> and hit the damn bell. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'd hit the button, I'll leave that. There you go. We don't even need to do the intro now. No editing. He's taking editing great. off your hands, Daryl. That's Thank great. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. Because I, I watched a couple episodes just like see what was going on. You know, like you liked, comment, and subscribed in that order. So I haven't yet. Yeah, I, I was gonna say this. I have not seen right. this name on the subscribe list. <laughs> Where's yeah. our booking manager? Where's the booking? Guy? <laughs> 
Get rid of this guy. Okay, no big this deal. is so what's, super what's, interesting to me. I have all kinds of questions, all kinds of questions, but you apparently have uh, prepared some some thoughts. So why don't you start off and I'll interrupt you as I always do. And TK will stop me from interrupting you. What's going on and what's going on with the TTC? What's the biggest yeah. project going on right now? And why is it the Eglinton LRT? So so we'll talk about that. Are we yeah. <laughs> We never were off. We're, we were just, we're in. Oh, okay. That's it. All right. You look good, man. We're good. So um, I just want to correct you on one thing, though, TK. I don't work Please. for the TTC. Okay. That's what I Algamated, thought. Algamated Transit Union Local 113, and we are the bargaining unit that represents the workforce for the TTC. But did you work at the TTC before? I, I used to. In okay. Fact, I'm in, okay. I'm in an elected position. Okay. I believe that. Uh, and if. If I was to ever lose, yeah, yeah, I would go back to my old position that would be working for the TTC. But for the last four years, I work strictly for the bargaining unit as a full-time yeah. officer. So I represent approximately four thousand maintenance workers. Yeah. Um. So that's anyone from a coach technician or a mechanic to a janitor and everything in between. So roofers, plumbers, uh, motor repair. Uh, we have three major modes of transit. We have subway, streetcars, and bus. Yep. And I represent everybody that deals with the maintenance side of. Awesome. They're well represented. Yeah, well represented. Yeah. And all that stuff is handled in-house with the Correct. TTC? Correct. We are the biggest local in the ATU, which is the Algamated Transit Union. We have approximately 12, I'd say 11,000 500 to 12,000 members. Um, and of that, uh, in North America, so the US where our headquarters is, and Canada, obviously, we have about 220,000 members. So we are the biggest local. So some locals could have like 50 people. We are the biggest. Nice. The biggest. Does, does this include Metrolinks as well, or is it just TTC? So Metrolinx is part of ATU. So Go Transit is part of the ATU, but a different local, if that makes sense. Okay. So that's so they've cool. also so that's part of that two hundred twenty thousand. Some of those guys are at Metrolinx. Correct. So and I, I don't think people realize how gigantic an operation this thing is. And I, I want to know what do you say to the people because there's a lot of people who live in the city. Okay. There's a lot of people outside the city that just rave about toronto's subway system and transit system but the people here if you listen to them it's it's one of the worst on the planet so what do you have to say about that where do you think we actually rank do you do you know anything about the other subway systems around the world yes okay so yeah uh, you're getting right into my wheelhouse now so i All would right. try not to hijack the show and talk hijack it hi hijack it you got an hour okay. don't worry okay so so most importantly uh, Toronto is probably one of the biggest. It is definitely the biggest in Canada. Um, but we're constantly compared to New York, uh, London, England, um, Sydney, Chicago's got a rail system. Um, and I, I get to travel. I'm, I'm a little fortunate. I get to travel sometimes for work, going to conferences and so on and so forth. And I always go check out the other cities' transit systems. Now, the main important thing is... In North America, the TTC is the lowest subsidized transit system in all of North America, 
by all three levels of government. So our fare box is, so if you were to ride the TTC, it costs you $3.25. At the same time, um, the government kicks us about $1.07, okay? And that's from all three levels of government. So that's for our operating budget. Now, what a lot of people are talking about right now is um, reliability, cleanliness, safety, so on and so forth. Uh, we, we are ranked pretty high and, and I get it. The people in Toronto that I hear the most from who ride our system hate the system because it's a system that they have to work with. Sure. But if they were to go to another city and see uh, co comparable, uh, we are industry leaders, okay? Uh, at the same time, with the lowest funding subsidy. So now it's about 25% per ride is subsidized? Yeah, about that. And that's a, good, that's a pretty big accomplishment, you know, to be able so, to say that we're at the top of the maintenance and cleanliness and, and everything else organization level with the least amount of subsidy or one of the lowest amount of subsidized. So I'll just, I'll tell you this. So we do represent, well, we did represent, we're not anymore, just that's another story, but we do represent a company called Transdev, which is in York region at Keelan Highway 7, okay? Mm -hmm. And they get 450 for the each fare. So the public puts in 450 and the region subsidizes them an additional 450. So they're making $9 a ride, Okay. But right now, currently, they only have bus rapid transportation, but they have dedicated lanes. So if you ever go up to like York Region, so Richmond Hill has Viva, they have dedicated lanes. And uh, the government is talking about extending the York's uh, uh, young subway like further north. Um, they want to get a subway. If you look, the subway used to go up to Downsview. So like uh, Allen Road and Shepherd about, mm -hmm. and they've extended that now. Uh, and that was called the TYSSE, Toronto York Subway Spadina, Toronto York's Subway Spadina Extension. So now that goes up to VMC Vaughan Metro Center. Okay? Yeah, that's a pretty big. That's a pretty big jump when that happened. That really the real estate in that area, as soon as that transit was announced, all these projects all of a sudden just started selling like crazy. And now Daryl and I talk about it every week, $1,200 a square foot, what they're selling for at Jane seven. Like that is incredible, right? Where's the, the share of the taxes from those units into the transit system, right? If you need me to work for you ever, Al, let me know. Okay. So hold on a sec. <laughs> Tell me though. So you subsidize 25% by, by all three levels of government. Where, where does the TTC rank as far as cost to operate compared uh, to other systems, right? Because, I mean, is 25% a lot of money compared to other places because we're so expensive because we're so big and fat and have so is, many people? Is $4.32 expensive. It sounds cheap. It sounds like that might be actually a low operating budget considering it's $9 for a fare up in York region. So 450 plus the, the region subsidizes their transit. They're, yeah, they're so nine, $9 per ride. That's what that's what it costs, that's right? Correct. Like and it only costs us $4.37.32. Correct. So at the same time, you have to factor in that that's a private market. Yeah. Transdev is a private contractor. Private. So they're putting a lot of bang in their buck where the TTC is run by public funds, our tax dollars. Yeah. So 
how do they go to the patrons of Toronto and say, hey, we're raising your property tax, income tax, like all of that so we can fund transit where most people in Toronto, like unless you live close to a subway line, you're, you're not using transit unless you have to. Yeah. So I, I'll give you this. 70% of our ridership uses bus rapid transit. So uh, those are 70% bus. Correct. Okay. Wow. So that's like people in uh, where, where me and TK grew up, Scarborough Rouge Park, or if you look at Malvern or Rexdale or Etobicoke, those people. Uh, There's no they, subway. No subway. So they got to mm. jump on a bus, get to a subway station, then ride the system to wherever they go probably get off at a subway station and jump on a streetcar or another bus to get to doctor's appointments, work, wherever it may be. Yeah. Now do, is do it, we know what percentage of the people use the buses to get to the subway versus just to get direct to their destinations? No. So, so we, we know that 70% of our ridership uses bus rapid transit to get to wherever they're going to have no choice. It could be right? part of the, a lot of them are part of the subway population as well too. There's so if you look at those areas you just named, right? So you got like northeast, southeast, northwest, southwest corners of the city, right? And there's actually a lot of um, like apartment buildings there, high density properties, stuff like that, lower income, all that kind of stuff, right? So is that correlated, right? Is it is it because they didn't build subways there? It's it's kept the income levels and the density income levels lower, density higher in those areas, or is it because those areas are maybe lower income that they haven't put the transit there where they need to, right? I mean, that's kind of a big argument I'm sure that people look at. Okay, so I think really what's important here is um, you have to look at existing infrastructure. So now when you, if you were to compare Toronto to a major European city, where in most European cities, the, the subway or the train starts at the airport. We don't have that in infrastructure. We're not an old city, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, we are old, but if you were to compare it to Europe where they um, sort of had factored in transit, I mean, like hundreds of years ago, the infrastructure that they built could sort of support it. Now, where are you going to dig in Malvern or in Etobicoke? Like if you look at the, the and you're talking about high density, you, you can't just knock down buildings or go underneath buildings. It's, it's just not feasible. So, so the problem is those people feel that they're underserviced, maybe is the word I should say. Yeah, I would feel that way. Yep. Okay, so uh, a big talking point for, uh, and uh, I am involved in politics, but we won't talk too much about that. But uh, I'm sure we could. You got to pass. <laughs> but um, a hot topic for the provincial election that is coming in June of next year and we have municipal politics following up shortly after that, will be the S Scarborough SRT, okay? So they have said that system was in place in 1989, built, okay? The company that supplied that whole system, which is the trains, the track, all the electricity, is obsolete. They don't no longer exist. And it's an outdated system. Now, they're saying that they can't keep it because it's so outdated. So that's going to be a hot topic. And if you look at housing prices in Scarborough, in those areas, 
um, they're hot, like they're really high right now. Okay. So those people are going to, um, I guess the politicians are going to correlate that Scarborough SRT line, right? To talk to their voters, okay, about, hey, we should keep it or we need to replace it or what are we going to replace it with? Now, if you, if they replace it with buses, then again, they become like Malvern, Etobicoke, Rexdale, where it's underserviced. So that is going to be a hot topic in, in politics coming up. At the same time, there's a significant correlation between public transit and the real estate market, right? You guys say, every real estate agent says it, location, location, location. Yep. What does that mean for transit? Car prices aren't that expensive, okay? But gas, if you're noticing, is constantly going up. And insurance. Transit, in my opinion, being a union rep and a transit advocate, is a necessity, okay? So for people in those areas, they need public transit. So you can't underservice them. Because the people that are living in these markets, whether they're buying or renting, are paying astronomical prices for the houses that, or apartments or condos or townhouses that they're living in now. So where do they get that funding from? So they, they got to save somewhere. So if transit is accessible, then that in turn gives those people a bit of a break in those, mar those housing markets that they are living in. Now, an important fact is for every $1 invested in transit, equates to $3 spending in that market. So if you have public transit, if you invest a dollar into that market, okay? So if you were to live, pick an area, the Danforth, okay? Because there's subway there, every dollar invested into that market gives you $3 spending in that economy, okay? Mm. And, and, and there's probably more in the, in the Vaughn area. That so, so depending on where you are, too. Yeah, right? that Vaughn area probably got 10 to 1, you know, based on what they've done. But I understand what you're saying is you invest that uh, transit and accessibility. Not only do you bring money to the businesses, but you bring value to people's properties and you bring property tax bills, uh, you know, increases for the for the city. And you bring um, other, you know, jobs and, and things like that, too. Yeah, new businesses, new development, everything. Right. So and, and yeah. that that in turn, like, you know, like. That's why you're seeing on the Danforth, like people are buying those old properties, ripping them down and putting up new ones. And you're mm -hmm. seeing a couple more like low rise buildings and like, you know, a little more boutique, I guess you, I don't know what you guys are Increasing the density. Yeah. Just, just highest and best yeah. use of the, the land and, and making the best mm. out of it. The problem with the Danforth is the properties are so shallow and there's residential right behind them that you can't build very high. You can't. It's like the subways and even this LRT on Eglinton, like they put them on the dumbest roads. They, they put them on roads where you won't allow developers to build density because there's residential so close to the to the to the main street. Same, like Eglinton and Danforth are both the same. Uh, the, the city wants to increase density wherever there's uh, uh, um, um, like subways or TTC stops, uh, transit hubs. But they put them on streets that allow you, you know, a certain amount of height because you're so close to the residential. They're like hundred foot deep lots on both streets. So, it's really so stupid. And then if you, and then you you add a you add a stop at like uh, Jane and Finch. 
uh, or, or Keelan Finch. And there's like no revised official plan for more density. It's like commercial zoning right now. It's like it's so it's like they're not talking to each other. So in that in that area, that Downs U Keel area, a lot of that, um, and like I said, involved in politics a bit. But uh, what you're talking about for the Danforth and Eglinton, like those are city bylaws. So in certain yeah. areas, they can't build that high, right? They're right. restricted. Um, but in the Keel area that you're talking about, that you made reference to just seconds ago, um, the zoning of that area is all employment land. Right. So that's why they're not allowed to build residential. But there's there's a lot of developers um, that are approaching city council and approaching people saying, hey, like, you know, you need to change the zoning to make it maybe more of a mixed community. So it's right. not just employment lands, but it can be employment and residential lands. Yeah. And, and all I'm saying is that it's fucking backwards because it should be happening simultaneously. There should be development applications already. Like there should be people digging in that area because the subway station has been open for, I don't know, more than a year there. But yeah, it's it's employment land that it, in a normal process, you're 10 years away from maybe having a building built there. It's so stupid. Left should talk to right. We're putting a TTC station here. OK, great. Boom. 40 we stories. People. We need people yeah. there now. Dummies. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I also sit on something called Toronto York Region uh, District Labor Council. So we are the biggest labor council in Canada. Okay. Um, and I'm on their executive board. Now, uh, as labor, we advocate for labor. You have to understand that. So we uh, honestly advocate for more employment lands. Okay. But you want to mix so even um, I'll try to, because we talk about this, okay, like um, affordable housing. So it's a, it's a hot topic, especially municipal politics right now, okay? So what we want is sort of uh, mixed communities. So it's not like uh, Daryl and TK and me, we build a building at, let's say, pick a, any location, intersection X, and the government comes to us and says, hey, you know, uh, you have to have 10% of your units have to be affordable housing. Now, we don't want to say, okay, if you live on floor one and two, you're in those units, right? <laughs> like, don't go to that floor. No, no yeah, because you, you're alienated, <laughs> right? But, yeah. but we allocate a certain amount of units in the building, okay? Now, you don't know because they're mixed in. So, for example, it could be. <clears throat> 2B, 1702A, uh, 1206A, whatever the units are, and there's 10%, and we yep. mix them in. But also in that area, we want more employment so that these people don't have to travel so far. Now, I can tell you for my workforce, which is 12,000 people, uh, we know, because we post-coded them, uh, that 50% of our workforce does not live in Toronto. So they work in the city with good pension, good benefits, good pay, okay? Where we're seeing, noticing those jobs are dwindling rapidly, okay? But those people now can't afford to live in the city. So they take their income where they make, and now they go back to Innisville, Curtis, Coburg, and that's Very, where they're yeah. spending their money, okay? Huh. So my personal story, How I are they getting to work? driving <laughs> <laughs> i knew it 
<coughs> Listen, the, the, most, of, most of our workforce will drive to a subway station, park their cars, and jump on transit to get into the city. For free. Mm-hmm. Correct. We have employee yeah. passes. Sure. Our families can't travel, but because we're employees, we get employee passes. So we get to travel on the system for free. Right? But parking's not free at the subway stations. So you're paying $5. But if you were to drive into the city, like we have a huge hub at Bathurst and Davenport, between DuPont and Davenport. Okay, it's a maintenance facility. And we have training and so on and so forth there. And to get into the city, it's it's not really convenient off the highway, right? Depending on where you're coming from, you're going Allen Road South to Eglinton, which is a shit show, okay? Yeah. It's been for years. Those businesses are suffering and, you know, like... How are they even still in business? It's crazy. Yeah. There's a lineup at this one uh, Jamaican jerk yeah. shop. Yeah, always. Randy's or whatever it is, right? Yeah. This guy's got a lineup every single time. Nobody else has a single customer, but this guy must have the best jerk food around. I don't so, know. I don't so get it. At, at There's that, not at, as much craziness in front craziness in front of his place. Yeah, maybe there isn't. There isn't yeah. like fences, fences and, and like all that kind of stuff off there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so at the same time, though, those people are holding on by a thread because they by see the thread. They see yeah. the potential, right? They're saying, yeah. hey, once this line is done, like, you know, like, we have to survive. Yeah, have yeah, to. Yeah. And COVID set a lot of things back too, right? Like for businesses, like, like that were already suffering, like, you know, no indoor dining, like, you, like how are these, how can they survive? We and actually what- have a tenant who is like, it's a Chinese food restaurant. And he's like, I'm not having people back in here. This is way better delivery and pickup only. Like he's like, I wish I had more space. And I was like, okay, gotta go. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) But but some people are actually doing much better because of what's happened. And they've changed their business model. And I mean, maybe they don't have customers in the interaction, but they're more profitable, which is a whole other discussion. So I think they they had to adapt. You had to adapt. You were if you haven't closed for a year, yeah, you're you're not around anymore. Right. You had to adapt to. Yeah. Let's let's um I I got transit questions right so right now with the Eglinton LRT okay let's just focus on that and then I really yeah. want to talk about the Scarborough line as well too yeah um what's the status right now with the Eglinton LRT the main so, branch of it uh lines one through five the whole thing so so Eglinton so let's talk about Eglinton specifically okay so Eglinton is a MetroLink pro- project which is done by the province now it should have been up and running this year. Um, they are four years out. ago. They, they, it was supposed to be, but we were told 2021. Now what we're hearing is 2023. Okay. Mm. Um, and and, and the, all that is subject to change. Okay. Like, um, but that is going to impact significantly because right now Eglinton is bus rapid transit. Okay. So rapid, <laughs> rapid. So where's the rapid that, part? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, that's what we call it. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's what we call it. You got to get rid of all those cars. Um, so, but there's dedicated lanes now because it's streetcars. Okay. So yeah. that is going to make significant improvements. Yeah. So now if you live on Eglinton or have business on Eglinton, um, you know that there's dedicated lanes for those transit for those streetcars. You're going to be flying because you're right. You need to get rid of those cars. Okay. Can't be street parking anymore on Eglinton. I, I, so I hope that there is not a single time that you can park a car on Eglinton, anything well, on I Eglinton. 
I don't know that, but you know what? Yeah. Laird and Eglinton, there's like yeah. those little small businesses. Yeah. That gets up so, pretty So, pe- so people need to have a little little ins and outs there, right? And you're go- you're going to see that there's going to be more more traffic for cars. So people are going to be encouraged to jump on transit. Now, yeah. I, I'll tell you, I can tell you this factually. At Winford and Eglinton. So you know mm-hmm. where Winford, there's yeah. that you know, superstore right there? There's a side street called Jervas. Okay? So we used to consider that the house of labor. Okay? So a bunch of unions would be there. That was like our union hall. We had a bunch of unions who had their like their offices in that building. It's at 15 Jervas Drive. The owner of that building has now tried to kick all of us out, okay? Saying that they're going to convert that to more business space, okay? And that the rent has gone up significantly because that's right at Don Mills and Eglinton. It's yeah. between Don Industrial Mills. use. That's There's why. a lot yeah. of stuff going on in that area right now. Okay. Yeah. Lots so, of applications for lots of more, lots of more space. Lots so, of more space. So they ripped down a bunch of buildings and put up buildings there. At the same time, the Aga Khan Museum is right there, okay? And I'm a smiley, so that's uh, um, what we call Jamaat Khana. But for the Muslim people, it's, we refer to it as a mosque. And that's right there. And, and that's important too. Like I can give you prime examples of people in my community are flooding to that area, okay? Especially like uh, the baby boomer generation. Now, the reason why they're doing that is because they, they can't they don't want to be in a two three-story house cutting grass anymore they're getting older so they're mm-hmm. flooding to that condo market knowing that transit's right there the mosque is right there groceries is right there so that condo market right now is crazy crazy yep. i don't think you can find vacancy in that that area mm-hmm. and at the same time the eglinton lrt project is right there yep. so if they need to get downtown or uptown and the Ontario line is going to pass through there, too. It's a major hub. So the, the Ontario line, which is important, is uh, something that's drafted up, but they're still going through a lot of process right now. Now, the thing is, is that the city of Toronto rents Ontario Science Centre from the Ontario government. And I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty close, I believe, that they are getting that space for a dollar. Seems like a typical government uh, contract. So, so, so. A dollar, that's a huge <laughs> building on hey. a pretty important property right now. And from there to Ontario Place is all underdeveloped land. So you're going, to see, you're going to see developers and builders, whether it be residential or commercial, flock to that area now. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, yeah. If you yeah, know, IBM has already got a huge It's uh, Everybody's project. there. They're already ripping the place to shreds. Yeah. And across I think all that land's bought already, right, Joe? I don't know if it's okay. bought already. I mean, it's all owned already, but developers are definitely in there like crazy yeah. right now. Yeah. Listen, the develop, we, we all follow the transit plans, right? Most, most, most developers are very friendly with politicians who know where transit is heading. Before everybody else does. It's very important. So hold on. So let's talk about these uh, dedicated bus lines and LRT extensions and Scarborough because we love Scarborough. Let's try to focus the rest on Scarborough. Yeah, because Scarborough is This is the the Scarborough real estate show. the topic du la jour. 
All right, let's do it. Yeah. So right now, so um, SR the RT. We always used to call it the Scarborough RT, right? And that was the line. Scarborough. Okay. Yeah. SRT. Yeah. So that always used to be um the way to be able to get onto the subway system, but it was a transfer. So you'd have to go, you'd have to get to Scarborough Town Center, you'd have to go and you'd have to ride and you'd be up in the air and you'd be waving at everybody. And then you would eventually get to uh, Kennedy Station, right? Correct. Long live the Scarborough RT. Um, in, in Europe, like in Dublin, they have amazing uh, above ground rail systems. Like it's, it's amazing. Like it's really nice. You just get out, you walk, you're right inside the, the community and all that kind of stuff. And our RT was never really set up like that. The stations were always in the middle of nowhere. And it was kind of like, once you got out, you were still like a bus or a 10, 20 minute walk from civilization. That was kind of a challenge. So what are they doing for the new Scarborough extension? Okay, so... Um, Which one? The subway extension? So we'll, we'll talk about the, the subway. The RT replacing... Okay, sure. Go ahead. Because you, you guys want to talk about Scarborough. So, so there are yep. transit projects. So like we made reference to the Eglinton LRT. <coughs> they are now bringing in the Finch LRT, which is in the northwest end of the city they're talking about the ontario line which is still i consider scarborough but east york a bit but the scarborough rapid transit now if you look it starts at mccowan then there's Mm -hmm. scarborough town center ellesmere midland lawrence east and kennedy six stops uh only three of them are very busy okay and that would be scarborough town lawrence east and kennedy these Lawrence are existing East. stops right now? Correct. Those are the RT stops from before, yeah. Okay. So Lawrence East is very busy because of the density on Lawrence Avenue from mm-hmm. the east end of Scarborough to the west end. Now, you, the, the next major stop on Lawrence after the Lawrence East LRT is Young and Lawrence. Okay? So you got to think of those people, not at Young and Lawrence, because they're not really coming too far east. Maybe they are, but... That, that block is very dense, okay? So the line will go from Kennedy no, no, no. and Lawrence? I'm, ta- I'm talking about currently. That those, oh, oh, okay. Those are bus, bus, bus connections. transit that yeah. come to that station where then they move on to the subway. Okay. Now, the government is talking about scrapping the uh, SRT. They're saying, oh, probably by 2023, it will no longer exist. Now, you also, like I made reference to it, the politicians are talking about what that means. So that right now, in turn, people that are living in those areas depend on that transit. So the politicians in that area are, are forced to advocate for their constituents, saying, hey, you, if you're going to get rid of this, you need to replace it quickly with something. You can't underservice our constituents. We'll get unelected. We're dead. So, so they are pressing to now say, OK, with the current model that we have, Maybe we pave it over and have bus rapid transit allocated just on that system, or we replace it with the LRT model, which is streetcars. Because the infrastructure is over there, you just have to put up overhead. Okay. And that would be priority. So there's nobody else on that. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, what does that mean for real estate? People that are living in those areas right now are watching very closely. And, and it's important because they're like, hey, this is our mode of transportation. Now, in those areas, if they live there, and a lot of them don't, a lot of them have had those properties kept in their families for let's say 70 years, 80 years, got it for a steal, and now are renting it out. 
And the people that are renting, like those low-income families or marginalized or racialized people, whatever they may be, yeah. they depend on transit. They're there so for now, the transit. They need it. Yeah. So, so that equates to higher rent or higher value for that house. Or if it disappears, lower. At, which is a possibility, but I don't think that they can let that happen. And now I know the government's talking about, you know, now that COVID's done, we're going to be getting a lot more immigrants into our country. And they're going to want to move to areas where they more fit in, if that makes sense. Yeah, so like yeah. they, they want their own, uh, at least an option of having their own cultural food or yeah. cultural groceries. And if you look at Scarborough, like you tell me where, where can you find, you could find a, a Turkish grocery store. Anything you want. Yeah. Any, if any you could, culture community you want. You could, There's this, you could find jerk. bakery, restaurant, uh, grocery store, all that. Yeah. Where so, my office used to be in Scarborough, there was a convenience store slash halal meat shop. Where was that? Morningside and Kingston Road? No, Kingston Road and uh, like. That's it. It's That's, in Maystone it's Plaza. Mance. Yeah, like Kingston Road and Morningside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm telling you, like I know, I know the areas. Right? <laughs> I was like, what the hell he's is like, this place? <laughs> he's like, I knew exactly where I could go and get, you know, a box so of cigars weird. and some halal chicken at the same store. Listen, you know? like, and and if you look, like the the people that are moving into those areas, and, and like, <laughs> I was born here, okay, but but I'm noticing that the the, the immigrants coming to the country now are very hungry and very ambitious. Okay. But do they have money? So, but right now, you know what? I, I, you're right, but they're working their asses off to get that money. And with interest rates being so low right now, the banks are throwing money at us. Are they buying when they come in or are they renting? So I think a lot of them, okay, come here and they rent. And that's why you're seeing like um, multi-units, okay? So they might move into a house where there's like a potential of, two, three, four units, and they're coming with their families and taking that over and maybe renting it, okay, where they're paying a, an inflated price. But at the same time, their spending habits aren't like, I, I won't say us, but I'll say myself, like, yeah, they're yeah. not saying, hey, let's, let's go to the keg for a meal. Or hey, let's, let's go to the good son for some drinks. Or like, right? let's order cinnamon buns from uber eats for 40 dollars. There, there you go <laughs> i don't know anybody who did that last never that was never stupid. that <laughs> was really stupid never happened it was even dumber eating it this morning <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so then like they they are now becoming potential buyers right mm. and, and at the same time like for their kids that want to go to school or university and, and like they are looking and then transit Scarborough's good for school too right there's listen if you look at where your office was okay that is a hot market right now and i know this for a fact because you have centennial college right there the hp campus which is at morningside and Ellesmere. you have yeah. uft scarborough yeah okay which is a, a huge university in that area yeah okay? we did a deal right there at kingston road and uh what's it called military Trail. military correct so so that like and if you look there, you can't, there isn't enough land. So the supply and demand, like people want to be in those areas. There's Tell me, talk, talk to me about the LRT East extension. Okay. So now what, are, what Kennedy. are they? 
Can, can we? Can, yeah, yeah. I want to kind of lay out the whole plan there. So the potential okay. of the Finch extension Finch is coming. Finch. Great. Finch is Our, west. Finch is west. That's like correct. Ramped, but that right? that's that's the next transit program plan okay. after Eglinton. Now yeah. the Scarborough extension. So what they want to do is, and this is what they're talking about. And if you talk to city council and the province in that area, that what they want to do is take that and go. Uh, like a light rapid transit, so streetcar going yeah. from Kennedy, mm-hmm. go back to McCowan, <clears throat> come up all the way to UFT Scarborough along Ellesmere, and then go north on Morningside to get to Malvern, where Malvern Town Center is. Yeah. That's the wow. I have not heard that one yet. That, that is how have you not heard that one that's all the way to about. Malvern? Yeah, that's yeah. No, I heard of U of T, but to go right. north from there. So, yeah, so that, Malvern's yeah. where it ends. But hold on, I heard that it's approved this line. It's just not. It hasn't been funded yet. So the three levels of government can't agree. They're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, no, that's a great idea. Oh, you pay for it. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, so it means nothing. It means I'll nothing. pay for it. So, and uh, this is something that I think would be beneficial but uh a parking levy okay so you know where you have like green pea or private lots or yorkdale mall cadillac fairview the people that are going to those malls if you charge the mall okay or those private parking or green pea parking 10 cents for every spot okay so if you're driving downtown from scarborough and you pay $17 for parking, I want you paying $17.10. That 10 cents, you then put right back into transit, which will make it more accessible, more reliable, faster, so on and so forth. And motivate people to drive less. People would jump on the transit because they're not yeah. paying that levy. Now you, yeah. you say 10 cents, but that's say, where, you, that's where you start. $40 on Cinnabons All on right, Friday so ten- night. Today's 10 cents, tomorrow's $10. Whatever it may be. And that's how you encourage people to use transit. So now going back to Scarborough, Mm -hmm. the people, and I said this at the beginning, 70% of people use bus rapid transit. So if you look at Malvern, which is sort of an area where a lot of people, real estate's doing pretty well, but- Coming. Okay. What they're saying is those people now travel maybe- 40 minutes to get to Kennedy subway station. Cause they have to yeah. use two buses. Oh. Okay. So yeah. then they get up to Kennedy, then they take the subway to young and Bloor, and then they go South to union. And then, cause otherwise they're driving from Malvern to either Guildwood go or Rouge Hill go or Eglinton to get onto the go train, which would take them right to union, union. station. There was a Shepherd subway extension that all, it, all the way down to like it, Port Union. It's now they're talking LRT. LRT. Yeah, 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 that, there was a concept of it like 15 years ago, and it no, was just boom, 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 boom. That would be perfect for Malvern. So well, they they're were talking doing- about tying that to the Malvern extension, and they're talking about sharing like some of the electrical or maintenance something. It's the overhead. So there, there was plans, um, and I'm not sure where it is right now, but they were talking about building a, a major transit hub at Conlins and Shepherd. 
So, you know, there's that retirement home and then there's the auto mall, but right there, there's nothing. And on the south, on the north side of Shepherd, they yeah. built a bunch of houses, but that there's still some vacant land. Yeah. And if you look at some Macau hydro tower fields and stuff. Yeah. Correct. And if you look at McCowan and Shepherd right now, I believe Metrolinks is building a huge facility there at, uh, I think I want to say on the northeast corner. So across from the Canadian Tire. If you drive by, you'll see there's boards up and it looks like it's a Metrolinks facility. Mm hmm. Okay, so you got the go train at Kennedy and Shepherd. So the you, transit yeah. is huge there. I'm yeah. telling you, transit is a hot topic for Scarborough okay? yeah. because there isn't huge. subway accessibility. Right. And there's so many people that live in that area. So they they were talking about the, the Shepherd extension. I don't know where it is. So I, I, I'd just rather not comment because I don't want to sound like. A, well, that's a concept know. that they've always been toying with. Mm. Now, you had mentioned about Transdev. Is a privatized hybrid a solution that would work in Toronto? No, 100% no. The no. P, the P3 model does not work. Okay. okay. So what they call it a P3. It's called a public private partnership. Or we just private. Public private partnership, which means in turn for us. And this is my opinion. And I could give you tons of examples. Well, I'm asking you. You're, you're, you're the Four, expert. Tell me. 407, yeah. orange. It doesn't work. Private yeah. profit. Okay? Yeah. Public pays. Yeah. It can't work. Tra tra Listen, you, you're not going to make money off public transit. It's a necessity. People need it. Yeah. Okay. Now, where, where does the money come from in transit? And this is where, where I, I went back of it. People. In real estate, in commercial, every $1 invested in public transit equates to $3 back into the economy. So if you mm -hmm. have subway accessibility okay those grocery stores those doctor offices veterinarian clinics dog grooming convenience stores whatever it may be okay those people profit astronomically because yeah. there's so much accessibility mm -hmm. so you want to be close to transit there is a direct correlation between transit and real estate direct. i think yeah, I th and, and that's a, and that's direct. a good point. I think that, I mean, our residential taxes in Toronto are too low. The property taxes, they're too low. Everyone's afraid to raise them. I think commercial taxes seem too high. I think that those guys are getting dinged, you know, and that's what's, you know, keeping businesses from investing money back into it, right? And I think that that's what it takes as a politician to have the guts, which is what the reason's been for the last 30 years, why we haven't gotten anywhere is because no one's got the guts to go forward with what's necessary to make this work. And we've been yeah. going in circles forever. So tell me, do, do, do you rep, you represent the maintenance side, not the drivers? Okay, Correct. so maybe, maybe you'll give an honest answer about this. What's going on in the industry with autonomous vehicles and buses that are going to be driving driverless really soon? What, what, I, I, are the unions trying to suppress that from happening? So, are you guys well? What's that? No, so as a, as a maintenance guy, okay, I shouldn't say guy, maintenance person, yeah. let's see, right? Jeff, Edit that out. Edit that out. Cut that part yeah, out. It's not good for that. Okay, so um, for maintenance, listen, those vehicles are still going to be need to be maintained. Yeah, okay? more. But more than ever. As, as an advocate for labor, of course, we're, we're not in favor of autonomous vehicles. Now, actually, where TK lives now and where we grew up together, Scarborough Rouge Park, uh, Jennifer McKelvey, who's a city councillor, has had it approved and they will be using a test vehicle. Okay. 
which will only have the capacity for 12 people. And it actually starts, I believe, if not at the end of this month, the beginning of next month. No 12 way. people. Yeah, but there won't on be bus? people on it. On there a bus? Oh. There won't be people on it. Okay. They'll, it's a bus, be, yeah. There'll be a bunch of engineers, so on and so forth. And they're going to be testing it in the Scarborough With Notepads. Yeah. So it was supposed to go up East Avenue, onto Ridgewood, down the Ridgewood Hill, back down to Star Spray, <laughs> and come back up. That's a useless route, but I get the point, I guess, because no one's driving it. So they want to okay. keep so it now, simple. So now because of the Ridgewood Hill, and if you go on to Jennifer McKelvey's website. Like Who I never hear from, by the way, you know, and I'm a, I'm not like an anti-politician person, but she's quiet where a lot of other counselors are much more active and have been in the past. So I, I listen, I, I follow her on Instagram. I, I meet with her, I'd say maybe every two or three months. Yeah. You know, we may talk on the phone like three times in a week because she also sits on the TTC commissioners board. Yeah. At the same time, uh, they have changed that route now where it's going to run down Lawrence to Star Spray around the community center. Yeah. And come back out. So that's they good. That's good. Vehicles. Cool. Okay. Um, so that's an important point. But uh, for labor, no, it's not a good thing for us. We are trying to suppress it. But I'm not going to be out there running around with like nails, you know, throwing them on the ground. And, ah, flat tire. <laughs> I'm going nowhere. Told you it doesn't work. Right. So I like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to deal with. But like, if we're in reality, it's 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 definitely coming, right? So, are you guys talking about it a lot? Where we, where are things at with that? We definitely are. Okay, because it's so, inevitable, right? But but to that point, Daryl. So, what I've heard, correct me if I'm wrong, is that our rail system is actually a non-standardized size gauge, and that gauge. Correct. And therefore, the autonomous vehicles that might work everywhere else in the world, they would have to get a special one just for Toronto. And that would actually make us less marketable to autonomous rail. Listen. Sure or uh, not true? The, the Queen's Key, so south end of the city, downtown, okay? So Google had asked the city for some land there, okay? It was called Google yeah. Sidewalk Labs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and listen, the city councillors kiboshed them really bad. Okay, they were asking for a lot of real estate. Okay, and they said, "Hey, we're, we'll we'll develop everything, transit, you know, everything." We they had a lot of other things that there was. There was privacy correct. stuff. There was tax sharing. There was all sorts of things they that they were. wanted a piece of Toronto. There were also yeah. a lot of developers who wanted that piece of land, and That's I'm pretty sure they figured out a way to get it because all of a sudden, one of the biggest developers in the city was like head of the the board down at the waterfront. And so, then all of a sudden, they're handing it to like some pretty prominent developers. Yeah, no one wants just, Alphabet uh, making the money. I yeah. think it was. I think they For had free <laughs> projected yeah. five acres of land, and then went to twelve, and then tried to go for twenty-two. And I don't would have been they cool what they were building. Would have been they so should cool. have let them build yeah. it. Would have brought so many people and so much investment to this. If you look at yeah. see, if you look at Seattle, they had them there. Okay. When they came in, that economy was booming, booming. And then it fell apart. They couldn't. The Seattle economy it. fell apart from that? The, the, because that in that area, because Google had taken over a big piece of that land, okay, in their downtown core. And, and, and then the prices had gone so high and everything that they couldn't, they couldn't sustain. So they had a bit of a crash, okay? And Google sidewalks at that point was like, hey, we had made our money and sort of started diversifying out of that market where they had made so much in X amount of years that then they started pulling away. 
don't so, think mm-hmm. they're doing it to make money. I think they're doing it for research. Uh, whatever it may be. Make but, money later. But when, when, when they make presentations at city council, there are people advocating on the other end of the spectrum saying, hey, you can't let them in like that. No, mm-hmm. like sure. what happens to what happens to our telecom security, our internet searches, so on and so forth. Right? Yeah, but, but that's that. So, so the gauge on the rails uh, was also oh, another so. issue. So the gauge is a major issue. Yeah, is so a major that's the problem issue with autonomous uh, with autonomous rail because the manufacturer of those vehicles is going to want to produce them for all the cities in the world, right? Like for example, Tesla, and would say this is what every uh, light rail transit vehicle that's going to have the autonomous um, interface will be, you know, using. And then they'll say, well, this fits in Tokyo and this fits in London and this fits in New York. Oh, sorry, Toronto, your rail system isn't the standardized where everyone else's is. So the, the, the Eglinton, the Even Scarborough if- Rapid Transit, the Bloor Danforth line, the Young University Spadina line can Clean. work. The Ontario line, they're saying yeah. that they're going to put that gauge in and they will be autonomous vehicles. This sounds okay. like a bunch of union propaganda to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bunch of horse shit guys uh, yeah so no but I love TK it. Makes okay a valid ontario point. line then so they're they're yeah. saying hang on a second we if, if we're going to do this it's the only way because we're not going to build a factory here just for vehicles and learn on our own to figure this out we need to learn with the rest of the world on how to make this work so like i've been to dubai and dubai's yeah. transit system is crazy okay it's like yeah. a speed train no driver driverless yeah. okay some Ever been to fine. Disney? Some guys sitting. I, I haven't been to Disney recently, but autonomous, right? All autonomous. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Like, listen, it's the future. And even as unions, like, you know, like we could say, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Listen, it's technological change. You have you to adapt. adapt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys better start paying for people's schooling and AI and repairing these things coming down because there's going to be a or, need. We're already doing that. So yeah, we yeah. have just created a new apprenticeship program. <laughs> so uh, you guys are training people while lobbying against it simultaneously. I love it. Listen, government you works. Adapt. You have to adapt. Yeah, right? you have to. If you if you ask somebody, if you ask somebody, listen, I, I've heard I've heard a thousand times. Okay. Oh yeah, I, uh, I bought my house without a real estate agent. I saved a ton of money, and I'm like, oh yeah, good. And then they come back to me, and they're like, oh. Sh- shit man like why did i do my it? roof like, fell oh, on the my roof head is falling apart like <laughs> oh my god like you know like yeah. i didn't know what i was getting into i was just trying to save a couple bucks and then i'm like but like you need an agent like listen i get it you're trying to save money like i understand people are trying to save as much as they can but but the the, the value that that a real estate agent brings to that transaction you know hey you're going to look for this you need to look for this like you know hey this is where we can you know, you're financing, you guys have contacts. Oh, this is, I'll get you a mortgage. Like, you know, it's, it's all sort of encompassed at the same time as a union. I can't be like, oh yeah, uh, buy your house privately. You don't need a real estate agent. Oh, technology is not going to affect us. Come on. Like we need to adapt. People need to understand like you're paying for an expertise. Sure. I mean, look recently, you guys just started using the, uh, the passes, like the app, right? Presto? Presto has been a crazy... Oh, no, but that to must... Very, very Presto's, taken away Presto's got like a $1.2 billion right? scam that they're dealing with right now from fake Presto cards. I w- if I was taking transit at 20 years old, I would have been buying a fake Presto card from the guy at the, the, the back alley 
you know, I would have been the 20 guy bucks. That, that would have been 200. I would have been buying it off Daryl for 20 bucks, a $200 loaded card. Load up your app, you know? Yeah. The satellite guy. <laughs> yeah. So Presto's failing bad. And there are three major companies coming in right now, uh, trying to bid for that work to take it over. Because yeah. oh, it is, it is obviously they're they're not experienced enough to make this work properly. It's not working. That's crazy. But it, it must have taken away a lot of jobs when they introduced that, or at least transferred them to the people that have to wear those ridiculous outfits and tell people where the next stop is. So, so the TTC. Used yeah. to <laughs> the hell is going collection. on over there? Yeah. So we used to do fair collection. We no longer do it, and the, we, um, without getting too much into politics. We had filed a grievance, which is a violation of the collective bargaining agreement, saying that that is our work. Um, but the TTC had said that we didn't give away your work, that it was sold under the Metrolinks Act. So if there's a sale of business through the province, and that's how the company got around giving away our work to Presto, because it's under the Metrolinks Act. And they didn't have you representing them when they signed that how contract. Many? So now we can only jobs. clean things up it from is. here. It how many jobs lot. was that? Um, so I don't represent that area, so I couldn't give you an approximate number, but I could probably take a stab in the dark and say maybe close to, cause we still have collectors in the subway stations and so on. Part time and so forth. though, mainly, right? No, we have no part-time workers. No right part-time now. workers in the TTC. That wow. actually a very small portion right now. And they're customer service agents. So like manning full phones, like reservationists or customer service complaints. I believe there's a small portion that is part-time, but we don't have any part-time workers as operators or maintenance employees. So, so one of the things that we've talked about a lot, and Daryl, you and I talked about this a lot last summer, I think. We were talking about automation and how the job market's going to change and it's going to eliminate certain jobs, but create others. And TTC is no different, right? I mean, there's going to be people who are going to be coming in who are going to be more specialized in the uh, technology sectors and AI and everything else too, where maybe the... Um, more, you know, less, less higher skilled jobs will start to go down. I mean, that's, that's the reality of every business that we're seeing right now. And I think TTC is actually uh, very different than most other companies because most of their workforce is about to get obliterated. Easy, easy. No, but that's but the I... truth. Listen, if every single bus becomes autonomous, that is a gigantic amount of people that need to be replaced by mechanics and tech people. But I also think they have an they have an aging workforce problem too, right? I think in TTC, don't you have a lot of people Probably who not are a nearing sexy retirement job for younger people? Yeah. So, so, so okay, I'm Tiki. I'm, I'm glad you brought this up. I'll try to sort of break this down quickly. We can do it. Yeah. In the 1950s, yeah. okay, the TTC had a mass hiring because they had built the subway to Eglinton. Okay, in the Late 80s, early 90s, which is a 30-year cycle, okay? Because yep. you have to work for the TTC for 30 years to get a pension. In the late 80s to 90s, mm. we had a mass hiring. Guess what was built? The Scarborough SRT line, mm -hmm. okay? So if you count 30 years from the 80s, 90s, that would- Everyone right now is about to retire again. Right now. Yeah. And mm -hmm. what just got built? The TYSSE. So we had a mass hiring right now where 50% of our workforce has less than 10 years seniority. Ooh, What's okay. a TYSSE? Toronto, York, Subway, Spadina, Extension. Oh, okay. That okay. goes up to VMC. Yeah. Got it. Okay. okay. So now, so that they've solved that problem then. That was old news. And they've now got a young workforce that they've just hired 
And now you're and now you're and they're about, about to hire for the Eglinton LRT. So they're not going to be TTC employees. Well, we're still trying to work that out as the union. We are trying to make sure that that happens. Yeah. Uh, Metrolinks is making sure that doesn't happen. But okay. you have now a 30 year cycle again where you're yeah. looking at transit. Finch LRT, Eglinton LRT, Scarborough Rapid Transit, Ontario line possibly coming. So yeah. that 30 year cycle is right here right now. Right? Yeah, and and like what do we do? nothing. What do we do? Well, nothing is do? like nothing's overnight. Buy real estate in that area is what you need to do. <laughs> That's all you we can, can afford do. It? Buy real estate in that. Things area. take time, you know. It could take thirty years before we're looking at a hundred percent automated system. But this is right? the perfect timing to start losing those people or re kind of jigging where they are in the in the business, right? So so, uh, and I mean this, this is a perfect people. time for the automation. I mean this with all due respect, right? Um, I, I know what you're saying, but then again, you have people like myself and other labor leaders who advocate and we don't make it easy for the company to do Yeah, this, sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the same That's time- That's what the like, taxi companies were saying though when Uber came around. So so now uh, Uber acts like the uh, limo drivers, the airport limo drivers. Yeah. Uber, I, I don't know what it's called. I, I don't use Uber- Uber Black. Lyft. Black. Uber, Uber black. black. They yeah. are orga- they're organized now. So they're nice. organized. They should. They can afford it. They're charging those 40% premiums. 50 bucks for a ride <laughs> yeah. right? around the corner. Because you get Dude, This is like a 2010 Lexus IS. What's going on? Why, okay. why is this a black? But but then at the same, at the same <laughs> time. Acura what? Integra from 89. <laughs> what? what are your options? There isn't public transit at the airport. What are your options? Oh, there's no Jump on a bus and go to Kipling. The up, uh, the up Express. The Up okay. Express. Which will take you to Union. The Union, yeah. which is like in the middle of nowhere for most people. Lakeshore, go for me right home. I'm good. So then you can that. take the go up to Barrie to get home. I've done it. I've done it. It's, it's, it's decent. It's not like anything really spectacular. It, that was $27. And now they, 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 it was no one was on it. And they dropped it down. I think it's 12 bucks now, isn't it? I'm not sure. Yeah, like I did it once. They're going to start going on it because they're going to start developing over there at Weston and Lawrence near that station. It's now they're adding more stops, so then it won't just be the express. We've talked about this. It's going to be the you know way to get there. Yeah, I'll just call it the the, up the up the up way to go. Yeah, it's the up way. (laughs) (laughs) No, no longer an express. No, no express. There is so many people in that downtown core. Expressish. So people, if you, if you look prior to COVID, there was like, if not hundreds, thousands of people during morning rush hour and afternoon rush hour, standing on the platforms at Young and Bloor, St. George and Union. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the politicians are also talking about a downtown relief line. Yes. On Queen Street. Okay. But I got a, I got an even better idea. Okay. Ooh. Now listen to this. Maine and Danforth. You know that area? Yeah. Uh-huh. There is a GO train station right there, which is about 150 meters away from the subway station. Yep. Yes, okay. I love that area. Dawes and, Road. And at Dan, at Dundas West, okay, on the mm-hmm. TC line, there is the Lansdowne, Lans, Lansdowne GO train station. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Okay. And they built a pathway. They built down. So there's a pathway that walks you right to and from that. So if the- What do you mean? Pa- pathway where? From at Lansdowne, Lansdowne go and yep. Dundas West. I think oh, you walk inside, like okay. underground. Yeah. Okay. Because it's like close proximity to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the go train reduced a bit of their service, okay, 
coming from, let's say, Oshawa, yep. coming into Union, where every 15 minutes, okay, you only had a train going from Maine and Danforth to Union South, mm -hmm. west to Lansdowne, which is Dundas West, yep. and then loop back and just keep yep. doing that. You would take off a lot of that pressure on the TTC so that people mm -hmm. aren't waiting for subways so often. Yep. Right? So if you're coming in from the east, right? Let's it would see. be like the 407. It would be like the expensive way to get across east and west in the city. And if you got the money, you say, you know what? I'm going to take the Go Express today to Dundas West. And that's what you do. And that should be an option. So if, if you live in Scarborough Rouge Park, okay, yeah. where we are, TK, instead yeah. of you jumping on the Lawrence East bus to get to Lawrence East Station, to jump onto the RT, to yeah. get to Kennedy, to jump onto the subway, to get to yep. Young or to go down south to Union, you yep. jump on the GO train. You get off of Maine, you transfer, you jump on this express train that takes you right across. That's uh, this sounds quick. 45, 45, 50 minutes tops. So if transit's accessible, okay. Yeah. Is that good? Uh, listen, 45 from, minutes? From the east end of Scarborough, yeah. To get yeah. to where? Dundas West. Oh, yeah, Dundas West. Okay. 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah, that's okay. Right? Like, it, 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 it makes sense. No traffic. Go. That's it. Less people on the road. Transit. Charge you 21 bucks. 21.50. You're, you're paying that in parking and gas alone. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind insurance and wear and tear on your car. Yeah. On my 1989 Acura Integra. Driving Uber Black on the weekends. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to end it off with this because I think this is something that we should talk about. What do you guys think about and do you talk about the boring company? Elon Musk's tunnel digging, super efficient, really cheap tunneling service that is creating like some pretty interesting ideas right now. Like... Right now, I think they're doing the tunneling for like, I don't know, one, I don't know what fraction, let's say one tenth of the price right now of all these other companies. So they're making it way cheaper and it's all autonomous. Do you guys even talk about the boring company at all? So listen, uh, 113 and the TTC isn't in that business. Right. You guys aren't making the stuff. Correct. It's it, it, the process that, that we refer to is called an FD bomb. Okay, F-D-B-O-M. Financing, we don't do. Development, we don't do. Sometimes we'll take part in the building of the lines. We take care of the operating and the maintaining. I'll say it again, F-D-BOM. Finance, develop, build, operate, maintain. We are the later part of that. Sometimes the bomb part, but we don't touch the F-D part. So you're the bomb. We are the bomb. We are the bomb. You are the bomb. Well, um, so, Daryl, the one issue with it, with that, the boring company, right, is that like in LA, I think there's a lot less infrastructure underground. Like they've always had all that space to be able to go out. So it was super easy for him to just draw a line and be like, okay, here we go. And in Toronto, that's that's an issue. That's a big, big issue. Big issue. So they're burrowing holes. Now, if yeah. you look, if you look at major lines in in other parts of the world. They, typically, they have three lines. So you have a east, west, and a dead track. Okay, and the subways in major other cities run twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. Where our lines can't do that because we have to do maintenance. Okay, so we only have two lines. So.
So if they're going to burrow now, they need to burrow and an engineer needs to figure this out. And the TTC hasn't, I don't understand why. Three lines, you need three tracks down there so that you can run subways 24 hours a day. Now, like I said, Toronto is still a relatively new city and we haven't incorporated how, because all that in, existing infrastructure, so sewers, like, you know, uh, everything, gas lines, electric, like all that has to be factored in. So you can't just drop- Seven levels of underground parking on some of these condo buildings, like P5, P6. You can't just drive right through and say, yeah, we're going to burrow from Scarborough Rouge Park to Etobicoke and build a subway line. Because our existing infrastructure can't handle it. But the boring company is the solution if that line is there because Elon's the man. They're willing to do a line. They are willing to do a line? Listen. Private by any chance? I don't know for sure, but I'm sure that they're in that market. Listen, I'm telling you, like, uh, once again, I'll, I'll end with this, but there is a direct correlation with transit and real estate. Okay. Mm -hmm. So these big name companies, okay, are trying to buy up residential and commercial properties anywhere close to transit because they're hubs. There's so many people coming through there. They capitalize on that. Okay. So if you look at the real estate market, location, 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 if you're close to transit, it equates more value for your property. That's the location. (laughs) <laughs> and if you look at Scarborough, where that's, I'm guessing, the market we're in right now, and I, I'm moving back to Scarborough. I live in Pickering now, right, where my property taxes, and I live literally on the border of Scarborough and Pickering, yeah. where it's like I live three minutes away from where I used Double. to live. Yeah. Okay, my property taxes are ridiculous, and my transit sucks. Mm-hmm. Where if I move three minutes west into the 416 area, I have ex- accessibility to the bus, the TTC, the GO train station, GO, like, and the prop, the value of the houses. So when I bought my house seven years ago, oh, you spilt a bit there. <laughs> I couldn't afford to live in Scarborough because they had more transit, okay? And the property value was higher than what it was in Pickering. And now I'm like, I wish I just put a little more down and moved into Scarborough to begin with. And now I just bought a house and I'm moving back into Scarborough now. So nice. Welcome back. We're, yeah, we're happy to have you. Listen, I just want to say one thing. I'm flattered that you asked me to come on this. Um, once again, the most important thing for everybody is YouTube has an algorithm. We need you to like, comment, subscribe in that order. Yep. Um, Daryl, this is where you say. Hit the damn bell if you're Thanks, still guys. here. Thanks, Thank Aline. We appreciate sir. you. And uh, we'll make sure we give you a shout out uh, when we post a video. And uh, the, the TTC unions, the, the uh, ATU, is Correct. lucky to have you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. you should be in charge. New on Curiosity Stream. Have researchers figured out a mathematical formula for success? A clearer understanding of how success happens could lead us to change the rules. Gain a new perspective on getting ahead. It's science of success. And the U.S. won the space race, but not without help from the Nazis. They were just years ahead of us. Meet NASA's rocket scientists of the Third Reich on the moon landing and the Nazis. Watch now on CuriosityStream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.